This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number five. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. And uh, today we're going to talk all about transforming negative self-talk by Steve Andreas. It is such a great book because I don't know about you, but oftentimes that, you know, I call it my gremlin voice comes out in my head. And uh, he actually offers in his book a lot of great practical tips and effective exercises that kind of can help you move from that negative self-talk and allows you to respond to it. And what I love what he's done in the book too is that he's not talking about abolishing it and completely getting rid of negative self-talk because there, there's actually safety in negative self-talk and uh, there's actually, you know, there's mechanisms built in that actually keep us safe. So it's not about abolishing it. It's just about altering it a little or kind of investigating it a little. And through this book today, we're going to talk about, you know, all these actionable advice and tools that he provided to help shift that. Um, so yeah, he talks about how our negative self-talk can actually be quite crippling and quite damaging and, uh, we're really hard on ourselves. It's amazing. I I know oftentimes with my clients, like, uh, the things that I hear them say about themselves, it's so upsetting and heartbreaking and, or, you know, some of my weight loss clients, when they're talking to me and they'll say things like, oh, I'm such a pig. I, I ate that whole bag of chips and I, nothing's working for me. So it's just, you know, it really is, you know, hard on ourselves. I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say that sometimes I'll say in the mirror, it's like, wow, I look so ugly today. And, like that is so negative and so sad and it's really does affect me on so many levels and I'm sure you can relate to that and uh, in his book he does emphasize the fact that it affects our self-confidence that it affects and makes us could make us more anxious uh it makes us a little more obsessive when when we ruminate so a little more obsessive it wreaks havoc on our well-being and our balance in our life So it's good if we can establish like a toolkit of practical strategies to handle or manage this negative self-talk and kind of how can we respond to it when it does show up. It's all about taking charge about, uh, taking charge in your life rather. And it's not about abolishing it. It's about uh, noticing that it's there, not just ignoring it. It's just learning how to change it and alter it and change the words that are spoken inside our own mind just so we gain control over our voices. Now you're you're thinking, what? Voices? What are we talking about? We all have self-talk, so we all hear voices in our head. I know it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. We talk to ourselves 
internally in our own brain will, you know, throughout the day we'll say, oh, wow, I did that well, or, or wow, what a loser I am. I keep dropping that thing or, oh, I'm not liking the way he's talking to me. Like, so we have internal dialogue, um, but sometimes we don't really notice it. So throughout his book, he's really, um, emphasizing, taking note of what the the internal dialogue or the inner voice is saying to you. How are you talking to yourself? What are the words that are coming out? Um, Because the words that we choose and the words that we say to yourself and how we talk affects our mood, it affects uh, the way we feel, and it affects outcome. So it's really essential for to just connect to that inner voice and first take notice, um, listen to your self-talk and listen to what it is that you're saying. Self-talk can also keep us safe. It's like, wow, that doesn't make me feel right. Or, ooh, that, that strange man walking towards me seems a little off, right? So hearing and listening to your voice, maybe I'm going to go to the other side of the road. Uh, so sometimes that self-talk uh, can keep us safe. So we want to make sure that we're really acknowledging that and recognizing when it's keeping us safe or when it's actually having a detrimental effect on our self-esteem, making us feel more anxious inappropriately, or just wreaking havoc on our well-being. So what you want to do is, according to him in his book, is just make small changes in how we listen to troublesome voices. So let's let's delve into that uh, troublesome voice. So the voice that's, you know, not really serving us well, that voice that's allowing us to feel insecure, to feel threatened, to not feel good, and that's setting us uh, in a negative spiral in the wrong direction that we, the direction that we just don't simply want to go. Yeah, so that's what we want to do is just kind of like look and ask questions and pay attention and see what we're directing our attention to with our self-talk. So, um, so let's look into all the little tools that he talked about in the book. Um, one of them is changing the location of where the voice is. So for example, uh, if you remove yourself from yourself and kind of spectate and look at that voice, Um, you create a little bit of a separation between the two, then you're able to kind of notice more what it is that you're saying. So one of the best ways I mention with my clients is to remove yourself from, instead of saying, I am so clumsy, for example, uh, change it to you are so clumsy, like listen to it from another perspective, like remove, change the location of where you're witnessing that inner voice. It's like, you are so clumsy. Like, would, would you say that to anybody? <laughs> I always laugh. Cause like what people would actually, what they say to themselves, it's amazing that you may not really say that to anyone else. So we're, we're it shows you how really hard we are on ourselves oftentimes. And, uh, just by switching the location of that inner voice, from I am to you are, and then question, you know, who does this voice belong to? Um, And would you speak like that if you were talking to your daughter? Uh, This is quite profound. It's just like removing yourself a little bit from that voice and really looking at it from a different location or a different perspective. Um, Sometimes I'll have my clients add an image to that voice. I I had a a coaching client the other day and she said she was talking about this voice that said, oh my gosh, you've already messed up. You don't fit in those pants anymore. So you know what? Just who cares? Have the dessert. 
eat, you've already blown it. That was a really, really, she was in a very negative space and she called that voice a gremlin. And uh, the gremlin to her was like this mean or kind of gremlin-like persona. So sometimes you can add a picture or an image towards a voice that you have in your head um, that you're hearing and kind of it removes you from it. It's like, it, this is all happening in your brain, by the way, in your head. It's all happening. But what we're doing is we're kind of distancing ourselves from the voice a little bit. And he suggests in his book, by doing this, you kind of gain a different perspective of it. And what he suggests, which I thought was so cool, is turn the volume down on that voice. So the voice of, you know, the gremlin that we don't want to really hear so profoundly, we can actually mentally turn down the voice on that gremlin. And then we can turn up the voice on something else, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. All right. The other thing he talked about is by changing your tempo or your tone. Um, If you notice the way you talk when you're really motivated and excited about something, chances are you're going to talk a little bit faster. And uh, when you're feeling kind of down or not so great about something or negative, the tone might be a little bit slower. So just by changing the tone and the speed and the tempo in which we're talking will have impact on your emotion. So he's suggesting in his book to to uh, change and play with the tempo to change the impact um, of the feeling that's involved. So, for example, um, oh yeah, the example that he used, it was funny. He goes, uh, so my life, so life doesn't matter anymore. This isn't worth it. And then he says, start speeding it up, saying it really fast. My life, so it doesn't matter anymore. Life isn't worth it. It doesn't matter anymore. Life isn't worth it. It doesn't matter anymore. Life isn't worth it. And he says that it almost adds, it changes the feeling around what it is that you're saying. He says oftentimes, like, you'll end up breaking out into laughter because you'll realize, wow, that's so ridiculous in what it is that I'm saying. And it allows you to see it in a different light. So he's really about transforming and shifting any sort of negative thoughts. Um... The other one he was suggesting is if you are frantic and you are speaking fast, like, for example, say someone was on a plane and the thought that they were having in their head was the plane is going to crash, the plane is going to crash, and they're really uptight and anxious about it. His suggestion to transform that negative thought is to slow it down. The plane is going to crash (laughs) and then slow it down even more and even more. It almost allows you to say, wait a second, that's such a ridiculous statement. How true is that? You know, what's the likelihood of that happening? So just by changing the tempo and the tone, he was, he's suggesting that it's a wonderful way to transform, um, that negative, um, self-talk that eventually makes you have a, a feeling associated with that thinking. That's why transforming negative self-talk is so impact has such a big impact because it changes our experience of our world, right? Um, in positive psychology, we always talk about the consequence or um, basically like what's happening, the adversity or the challenge that's around, and then the belief or the story that we add to it or the thought or the self-talk uh, creates the actual consequence of how we react to that situation. All right, so the next thing he talked about is, 
Let's find my number three here is, oh, he talked about adding music and song. And he really emphasized the fact that music can elicit a very different response and makes you feel, it can shift your mood and make you feel a little bit different. So he does believe in one way to shift negative self-talk is by adding music to it or making a jingle about something and uh, it'll help you with that. Um, I'm, nothing's coming to mind for me for, I have so many little jingles for, in terms of weight loss, like if I eat that cheese, I have to squeeze into my jeans <laughs> and, or beautiful skin, nice and thin. When you drink your water, you could say beautiful skin, nice and slim when you're drinking your water that helps with, uh, that's positive self-talk. Uh, yeah. So he's like, add a little jingle to something, add music around, shift. Uh, I thought that was a, an interesting interesting thing that he added. And he also talked about um, talking to yourself positively. This is huge. And it's so easy to say. uh, And I often bring it up for my clients, especially my weight management clients. Um, You can always ask yourself and change your direction of what it is that you're focusing your your, um, self-talk on. So it's all about you want to create a better feeling response. What are you directing your attention on? So it's really important, uh, like what else could go right here? That's a big shift. Instead of thinking, hmm, what's going to go wrong? You can think what else is going to go right? Just by shifting that self-talk to a more positive place, obviously it's going to remove you from that negative. So it's not getting rid of the negative self-talk necessarily, but you're growing and building more positive self-talk. He did bring up the fact about affirmations, um, but he also was mentioning to be very careful with uh, positive affirmations as they need to be really believable. And I completely agree with this because someone could say, I'm so slim and fit and really not believe it. And then it actually has an opposite effect on them because they feel bad because they know it's not true. So a better feeling affirmation would probably be, um, I'm in the process of slimming down. Um, I choose to eat healthy whole foods. And um, the other thing that he recommended in his book is removing the words, the allness words, like I'm always happy and smiling. That's impossible. You can't always be happy and smiling. (laughs) It's literally impossible. So I'm happy most of the time would sound and be more believable for your subconscious mind, and it won't be as rejective. So affirmations, um, positive affirmations are effective in transforming negative self-talk. However, they need to be believable and um, they need to make you feel good and they need to be statements that can help you feel more empowered and positive. So what else could go right or what else can I notice about my healthy goal or my healthy body right now? Really delve into making your positive thinking and uh, your affirmations really present moment like. So what else can I think as you know, you're walking your dog or you're going for a nice walk and you're walking down the road and you're feeling good. You know, you notice your legs are getting slimmer and that you feel nice and tall and you feel proud as you're walking. And what else is great? What else is great? What else is great? Right? So what else? What else? I love that question. What else that he brings up in his book? 
Uh, the other thing he brought up in the book, which I really uh, love, is Paul Ekman did a lot of research that showed smiling actually has a positive effect on our internal world, and it instantaneously makes us feel more happy and pleasant. So he did an experiment where you can even actually put a pencil in your teeth, and it mimics and, and makes all the same muscles of as a smile activate, and there was a direct correlation with an increase in elevation in happiness and a feeling of well-being. So a simple smile can uh, transform negative self-talk and negative thinking and can kind of bring you to a more um, positive place. So only talk to yourself or try to talk to yourself positively. And what I do with my clients is I pretend there's a big massive delete, delete button or cancel, cancel, and stop that uh, negative dialogue. So if you catch yourself saying, oh my gosh, um, my pants are so tight, I'm so fat. If you catch yourself saying that, delete, delete, cancel, cancel. No, no, I'm in the process of slimming down. I'm putting lots of effort into my life right now. I'm walking every day. I'm choosing healthy whole foods today. I'm, you know, just emphasizing and offsetting that negative negativity and negative self-talk. So I literally pretend to hit a delete, delete, cancel, cancel button. I might even say that out loud, right? When I catch that negative internal dialogue. All right. So the other thing is by adding voice. So the thing that you can do with this one is take your thinking to court. And he brought brought up Aaron Beck's work and it was all about, you know, you take that belief to court for more realistic evaluation. So adding a different voice to the one that you're saying. So when you hear a negative, you're self-talking negative, Take that thinking to court. Ask yourself, and we talked about this earlier, is it true? Like, question it. Really bring it to court and kind of uh, notice this critical internal voice and talk back to it. Like, challenge it. Say, well, is that true? Like, are you that bad? Like, uh, you know, so really question yourself. Question those negative self-talks. It's like, if you say, oh, I'm always grumpy. Are you always grumpy? Like every moment of the day, you're always grumpy, right? So really question it and uh, take it to court almost and and question it so that you realize, wow, no, that's actually not true. And then it gives you another voice. It gives you an opportunity to transform that. All right. Oh, I love this part. Perception, perception shift. So I love this because this is what I do with coaching, right? With coaching, it's all about zooming out the lens to get a bigger picture, to gain a different perspective. So this is what I do as a living. Like I love zooming out the lens, looking at all opportunities. And, and this is what you want to do with your negative self-talk is you want to shift your percep- perception. Sometimes we get tunnel vision. So you want to zoom out the lens, so to speak, so you can see the bigger picture and look at multiple perspectives. So not just the one you're in. There's an exp- uh, there's an expression when you're in the jar, you can't read the label. <laughs> and it's true. Like when you're in it, in your world, it's hard to read the label and, and zoom out. So the idea is to zoom out the lens on your thinking and look at it from a different perspective. Add a new voice to it. And the exercise that I do sometimes is I, I look, okay, how would... 
There was this guy in my class one time, Dave, super businessman and really, you know, go, go, go and uh, very impressive. He could articulate himself so well. I use his voice sometimes. So I'm like, okay, how would Dave explain this? Or how would, what would Dave's perspective say about this? And, or the other voices, you know, my loving mom is sometimes I'll pull my mom into it and I'll say, okay, what would my mom say to this? She would be saying, oh my gosh, Andrea, you work so hard. What are you talking about? Like, keep going, keep going, um, whatever it is, you know, examples. So the idea is, is to think about how your mentor would deal with this. How would, you know, um, and then how would Grumpy Gary, and sorry, anyone whose name's Gary out there, <laughs> how would Grumpy Gary handle this? And then you can see all the perspectives and then you can actually choose the one that resonates more positively for you. And that automatically will transform any negative self-talk or negative thinking. I love that perception shift. It's so powerful. It gives it a new voice. Um, The other thing that he talked about was um, how you start your day. Start your day positively on a good note, what it is that you want to accomplish. He also talked about, and we mentioned this too, about uh, start your day with self-acceptance and self-love and uh, catch yourself if you say something negative towards yourself. It's like, wow, would you say that to your, you know, your daughter, your son, your best friend, your mom, someone that you love? Probably not. So the other thing that I wanted to bring up that's really powerful and uh, he touched on in the book is a nice tool is even though, and you put your negative statement there, I can, and then you put your positive statement there. So that way you're still admitting, you know, that there's a challenge, but then you're also looking at opportunity and you're adding a positive voice in. So let's make one up. So even though my books aren't selling as well as I'd like them to, I can keep promoting, I can keep helping people, I can keep doing workshops, I can keep doing seminars, See how it automatically moves you from a feeling that's not so great to a feeling of possibility. I love that. All right, so that's your one of your tips. Even though you put in your negative and then you say, I can, and you put in all your opportunities and possibilities there. Uh, we talked about delete, delete, cancel, cancel, uh, getting rid of that. And that's about it. Um Direct your attention on what what would you love to see happen instead of, you know, what went wrong. It's just shifting that perspective. It's shifting your um, to a more positive growth mindset, looking for opportunities. And he had so many great tools in his book. And I think, you know, changing the location of where the voice is so it's not, you kind of recognize that there are different voices in your head. Then changing the tempo, sometimes tempo and tone of your voice can really, really help. It's also about, you know, changing your perspective or putting another voice to it. So seeing how, you know, that guy Dave would handle that or how would your mentor deal with that or what would your mom say about that or, you know, adding different perspectives, zooming out the lens and taking your um, thinking, your negative thoughts to court, uh, adding a new voice to it. It's like, well, wait a second, like, is that true? Like, um, challenge that thinking, almost have a critical voice back at it to have the opposition. So you're like, okay, well, that's what the negative 
negative self-talk is saying, but here's what I'm proposing. I like that. It's a fantastic tool. Uh, the other thing was just, you know, staying positive, having self-acceptance, self-love, um, positive affirmations that are believable and realistic for yourself. And that's about it. So it's just refocusing our attention, listen to that, that positive voice, um, not getting rid of necessarily negative self-talk because it's going to be there, but it's just shifting it a little. It's changing how we respond to it. It's allowing us to take more charge of our experience and our life and gain control over our voices. So that's it. His book was very powerful. I do recommend it highly, highly. It's a fun read and had lots of practical, effective exercises. And that was Transforming Negative Self-Talk by Steve Andreas. And that's it for today. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I hope you got some usable advice and nuggets from this author. I sure did. And I definitely, you know, got to listen to that inner voice a little bit more, especially when that negative voice comes into play. Delete, delete, can't Cancel, cancel seems to work well and just adding in, taking that to court. All right, so be sure to review, like, um, share with your friends. It really, really helps us on iTunes ratings and I really appreciate all your feedback and time that we can spend together. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and speak nice to yourself. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadal.com, where I take all these books, I highlight, summarize, teach, and coach the concepts in my unconventional book club. You can also take the Sunshine of Wellbeing quiz and find out just how bright you're shining. Be sure to review, subscribe, and share this podcast. We really appreciate your support. Together, we can be a catalyst for positivity.